Hello everyone and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez and in this segment we are going to discuss the transit of Mars in Taurus by popular demand and I also thought that it would be a very wise thing to discuss Mars and Taurus because this is going to be such a long transit. Before we get started, I do want to remind everyone that I study the Vedic sidereal system of astrology, which is different than the Western tropical system. So if you'd like to learn more about the difference between Western and Vedic astrology, go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on media and then astrology now to listen to the podcast that is embedded there. And if you would like to calculate your birth chart to see where the planets were placed astronomically at the moment of your birth, go to my website, click on offerings and then chart to calculate your birth chart. And there are a few different resources there to help you as well. So I've already tried recording this podcast once today. (laughs) I tried to record it like four hours ago and my teacher came into town I know that I've been mentioning to y'all, I've been going through like some pretty big life transitions. My teacher came, it was seriously like walking through a portal. And I had like four people tell me between Monday and Wednesday to go through the portal. It was my teacher, Rishi, two of my best friends and my therapist. Everyone was like, it's go through the portal. And so I really do feel like I went through a portal. It's a lot to explain and I'm still kind of like processing things. So maybe I'll share some other time, but all of that to say, I've been really kind of like, like Vata, you know, I've been very ethereal. We were meditating a lot. I was chanting a lot. I was, I was doing a lot of practices and I was trying to record earlier and I just didn't feel like connected to the earth, you know, in a way. And I was lucky enough earlier to go volunteer at one of the wildlife centers here. And I was like mopping and sweeping and just like taking care of things, but I still got to like see the animals and it was just so grounding. Like I needed that like earth, you know, element. And so after being with the animals and cleaning and just kind of connecting, um, I'm feeling so much more balanced (laughs) instead of just kind of having my head in this ethereal space. So I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about Mars and Taurus. So let's talk about that. So first of all, I'm going to discuss when Mars is going to be in Taurus because again, Mars will retrograde later in the year. And so that means that Mars is going to be in a sign for an extended period of time. Then we'll talk about what Mars represents, what Taurus represents, what that can mean globally, generally, and then we'll do the 12 zodiac signs. So that's our itinerary for today. So Mars does not retrograde very often. And when Mars goes retrograde, we tend to feel it very much individually and globally as well. If you are an Aries, an Aries moon or ascendant, if you're a Scorpio moon, Scorpio ascendant, this is going to impact you more than other signs because Mars rules either your ascendant or your moon. So we will continue talking about this when we do the individual horoscopes, but I want you to go ahead and have a heads up about that. If you have planets between 13 degrees of Taurus and one degree of Gemini, this is also going to impact you more than other people. So definitely have that in the back of your mind. So Mars entered Taurus on August 10th and Mars will remain in Taurus until October 15th or 16th. Then Mars will go retrograde on October 30th and go back into Taurus on November 13th. And then Mars will go direct on January 12th. And we'll finally enter Gemini again, March 12th, 2023. So I'm going to make it a little bit more simple. Essentially, Mars is going to be in Taurus from October, or excuse me, from August 10th until October 15th. Then Mars will be in Taurus again between November 13th and March 12th, 2023. So there's a month between October 16th and November 13th where Mars will be in Gemini for a little while, but pretty much for the remainder of 2022, 
Mars will be in Taurus and then even into a few months in 2023. So This podcast is really important because wherever Mars is transiting for you, it's going to be there for a long time. And Mars is this planet that has so much to do with transformation. It transforms things. Mars is tapas, you know, and we take these grand transformations. We make this grand metamorphosis when we undergo tapas, when we kind of hold ourselves to the fire, so to speak. So when Mars is transiting a certain house, it can certainly bring transformations and changes. Mars is the planet of war and therefore it's going to govern everything associated with war. So weapons of war, explosives, guns, knives, etc. You know, really any, anything that we can think of that could be used for violence or defense or protection as well. And then it's also going to govern the mentality that we need to be a good warrior. So our sharp perception, our ability to be discerning, especially when it comes to our energy, which conflicts should we spend time on? You know, which battles should we choose? How should we handle our frustration and irritability and anger? People who have well-positioned Mars, they know which battles to invest in. They know how to handle things. They know how much irritability to apply. They know when showing anger is helpful versus harmful. When Mars is weak, undergoing hardship is very difficult. It's very difficult to withstand challenges. Individuals can have a hard time expressing their anger. It could also be that their anger is expressed erratically or in a way that is detrimental. So having a good Mars is honestly really helpful for all all of our relationships because we can engage and have conflict and things of that nature. So on a personal level and an interpersonal level, thinking about Mars this way, I believe is wise. And of course, Mars is going to be our energy. As I mentioned, our vitality, our general strength, it's passion, enthusiasm, excitement, motivation, willpower. Mars is an excellent planet because it gives someone this vivaciousness. And again, passion is what I think about when I think of Mars. It's the fiery, excited planet. So, you know, it has a lot of really beneficial qualities to it. And then there are some other things that we always want to be mindful of. As I mentioned, Mars is war. Mars is always a culprit when war arises. When there's war, when there's an explosive event, Mars is going to be involved because that's what Mars is. So of course, you know, if this is a science and we're trying to create war, so to speak, we're going to need the element of Mars. Another thing to keep in mind is the position of Rahu and Ketu right now. So Rahu is in the sign of Aries and Ketu is in the sign of Libra. The karma control planets in a birth chart or in transits are the planets that rule the signs that Rahu and Ketu are in. So because Rahu is in Aries, Aries is ruled by Mars, Mars becomes a karma control planet. Ketu is in the sign of Libra, Venus rules Libra, Venus is a karma control planet. What these planets are doing is very important, and I must add, Taurus is ruled by Venus. So we're having this culmination of Mars, the karma control planet, entering Taurus who is ruled by Venus, the other current karma control planet. So it is a karmic time and things are going to be coming up to the surface for each of us and for the world at large. So generally speaking, when Mars goes retrograde, this can certainly cause fluctuations. And remember, Mars will retrograde from October 30th until January 12th. Okay, so those retrograde dates are different than Mars in Taurus or Mars in Gemini. Mars will be retrograding from October 30th until January 12th. And in this time period, we may feel fluctuations with our passion, with our excitement. We may feel a little bit more irritable. Our ability to handle conflict may, you know, waver. We may have some ups and downs. There may be some vacillation in regards to Mars. Globally, we can certainly anticipate this as well. 
So we definitely want to be mindful of all that. We want to be mindful of how we handle our anger. And honestly, when Mars retrogrades, it's a phenomenal time to reflect on how we handle conflict, how we handle ourselves when we're triggered, when we're upset, when we feel angry or frustrated, how we communicate that to somebody. So it's a good thing to contemplate that. And it's also a wonderful time to contemplate passion and excitement. What moves us, what gets us going. If there are areas of life that are feeling stagnant and dry, how can we either change that to reinvigorate it and add life? Or are there necessary changes that we need to make? Are we investing our energy where we're supposed to be investing it? Taurus is the second sign of the zodiac so there's this big relationship to the second house so comforts assets food uh, luxury items of course it's also the voice the mouth taurus is wealth the second house is an earth the house and taurus is an earth sign so it's all about wealth and the economy money having finances for luxurious things having money to feel comfortable and it's also the early family life. There is this connection to our family and security, a sense of safety. Taurus is a fixed sign. So there is this kind of immobile quality to it. It can be quite stubborn. When Mars enters Taurus on a global level, everything that we've spoken about, about Mars, okay, it's going to be retrograding in the sign of Taurus matters involving the economy matters involving finance, resources, food, currency. These are the things that we're going to be wanting to look at uh, at a global level. All right. So that's going to be a huge theme on a personal level for all of us. Generally speaking, it's a great time to reflect on what we've previously discussed and how we talk to our family. Is there, we may be a little bit more prone for arguments with our family or disagreements. It's also an excellent time to contemplate food, the food that we are fueling our body with. If it's very helpful and supportive, if the food truly leaves you feeling good, you know, and that's going to look different for everybody. So that's, you know, brief and general looking at the uh, global and then personal. And of course, we'll do the individual science here in a moment. But when I was looking at the upcoming months, I want to say in November, we have a total lunar eclipse in the nakshatra of Barney. And remember the Barney is this nakshatra that is very intense, very, very intense. It's a breakthroughs. It can be discoveries. It can certainly be massive growth and massive development, but it can also kind of break things up, break things apart. We can talk more about this as the time arises, but be keeping an eye out because when we get close to that eclipse in November, November 8th and Mars is retrograding, it's, it's a significant eclipse because Barney Nakshatra it's in Aries. So there's this quality of Mars, which is retrograding as we discussed and Barney itself is ruled by Venus, which is that other karma control planet. So we're going to have some really karmic stuff coming up to the surface globally and personally as we kind of enter the final months of 2022. I want you all to have that on the radar. And again, we will have special podcasts devoted just to these eclipses to let everyone know how it will impact us a little bit more. So before we get started on the personal horoscopes, I want to say one more time, because this is what this podcast is really based on is Mars and Taurus. Mars will be in Taurus from August 10th until October 15th, and then again from November 13th until March 12th, 2023. Okay, so this is really what this podcast applies to. And if I refer to a retrograde, it's going to be from October 30th until January 12th. That's the retrograde period. And as we move through this, please check your chart and see if you have any planets from 13 degrees of Taurus until one degree of Gemini, because this is definitely going to be a more influential time for you. Or if you're running a Mars Dasha as well. So that is looking at things generally. Let's go ahead and get into the personal horoscopes. 
If you are an Aries moon or an Aries ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your second house. So for Aries, this is really important because Mars is your first house ruler or the ruler of your moon. And that means that there's going to be a lot of personal introspection happening, a lot of deep soul searching. There's going to be the need to look within just by virtue of your first house ruler being retrograde. In the second house, you know, for the entire duration of Mars being here, this is going to put a big emphasis on money, wealth, finances, reviewing how you spend money, and also your investments. It's a really important time to look at spending habits and to also be mindful of impulsive spending, smart investments, making sure that your money is going where it should be going and where it's going to be the most helpful and supportive for you in your life. I do think that there may be changes with finances during this time as well. There could be, depending on the chart, even maybe some anxiety coming up, even if you don't need to feel anxiety, but there could be some issues around security or anxiety involving money. This is the second house of food, so please be extra mindful with your food consumption. You are going to be prone to indigestion due to the food that you eat. You may be more drawn to spicy food or even alcohol or substance use at this time, so please do be extra careful. It's also a very important time to look at the way you communicate with other people. And especially when it comes to blurting things out, maybe being overly sharp, overly aggressive, overly assertive, it's an excellent time to use your voice and stand in your power, but you definitely want to be mindful about how you are communicating with other people around you, especially your family, your children, and even your father. So please be extra mindful of your voice at this time. Again, the main things I would take into consideration for Aries is Uh, spending habits, finances, food habits, what you're eating, what really leaves you feeling good, being honest with yourself about that and your communication. Mars's aspect to the fifth house is going to give this beautiful creative edge. There's going to be a spark, maybe even romance, fun, and creativity. This is an excellent time for studying or any type of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Educational venture very transformative time. There is definitely a lot changing for Aries in general. And this is a wonderful time to take pilgrimage, to travel, to study your spiritual philosophy. It's also a great time to study philosophy in general or start a yoga practice, a meditation practice. With Mars aspecting both the eighth and the ninth house, this is a phenomenal time to begin a spiritual practice that you do consistently every day. You do just want to be mindful of maybe some run-ins or power struggles with the guru or the teacher and with the father, maybe even the children. Those would be the areas to watch out for. Otherwise, phenomenal for creativity and expression, passion, excitement, romance, and feeling very passionate when it comes to your spiritual pursuits. If you are a Taurus moon or a Taurus ascendant, Mars is going to be retrograding on your ascendant and is going to be here for a long time or on the moon if your moon is in Taurus, of course. So the first house is really your physical vitality, your physical wellness, and you as a person. So for Mars being in the sign of Taurus, first of all, there definitely can be some stuff with relationship coming up because Mars is the seventh house ruler. So there may be some things coming up in relationship or intimacy. If you're in a relationship, be mindful of codependency, um, arguments, nitpicking, nagging, you know, sometimes when we have more like codependent behavior, we become more critical or nitpicky of our partner because we're, you know, we're around them all the time. So it's an important time to remember your independence, your your sense of self, and also giving your partner or even business partners extra grace in this time period. With Mars aspecting the seventh, there can certainly be some challenges or run-ins or arguments at this time, especially if you're running a Mars Dasha. Otherwise, for Taurus, I see this being an awesome time of feeling powerful, of feeling vital, of having personal strength, of feeling energized and excited and passionate. The things that you've been wanting to do, the things that you've been wanting to complete, things that have been put on the back burner, you're going to have the opportunity to bring them to fruition now, to bring them 
into existence. So this is definitely a very powerful time for Taurus. Mars is also the 12th house ruler. So yes, there could be some issues involving money, investments, unexpected expenditures. So it is a time to be extra mindful in these areas. And it is a time to be extra mindful with things like hidden enemies. The 12th house is the house of hidden enemies. So it's a time to make sure your passwords are secure, make sure you're not leaving any valuables in your car, but just taking some extra precautions. With Mars also being the 12th house ruler, being in the first, this can bring a lot of creativity to an individual, a lot of really amazing new ideas. This can also bring foreign connections, the desire to travel, the desire to explore foreign lands. You may be working with someone in a foreign place. You could also just be experiencing a lot of wanderlust. The dreams may also be carrying really cool and important messages at this time. We discussed Mars aspect to the seventh. Mars aspect to the fourth can actually increase the auspiciousness of land, real estate, and property. Mars is actually the karka of land and real estate. So with Mars aspect to the fourth, this can bring auspicious energy to fourth house matters, redecorating, reorganizing, maybe selling your house or buying a house, selling your car, buying a car. When it comes to the mother, I do want you to be extra careful. She may be taking on some more Martian qualities at this time. Please be mindful if you have, you know, planets in the fourth or other planets aspecting the fourth, it could mean that you need to be extra careful with, um, like things going wrong, you know, things that you need to repair, needing to fix the pipes, needing to repair your car. So have that in the back of your mind as well, because depending on what's in your chart, it could certainly bring about something that you need to fix, okay? With Mars's aspect to the eighth, this is definitely going to bring an energy with transformative practices. It's an excellent time for yoga, kundalini, counseling, therapy, anything that helps you transform and transition. This is also a very powerful time to look at money matters, spending habits, and issues involving your investments. The final thing I'll say for Taurus is to please be mindful of accidents or injuries at this time. Because Mars is transiting the first, it's going to give you that awesome boost of energy, that excitement, that passion, that electric energy, charisma even. That being said, you may be more prone to taking risk at this time. Please be extra mindful. You are going to be prone to some accidents and injuries, maybe even some inflammation or headaches. So just take extra care. If you are a Gemini moon or a Gemini ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting the 12th house. So for Gemini with Mars transiting the 12th, this definitely puts an emphasis on foreign lands, traveling, taking pilgrimage, traveling for spiritual pursuits. It also puts an emphasis on foreign lands in general. So you could be dealing with people abroad. You could be, you know, connecting to foreigners through work but it's going to place an emphasis on foreign affairs. You may even find that you're taking a fun trip during this period as well. The 12th house is the house of sudden unexpected expenses. So I do want you to be extra mindful when it comes to money and to wealth. There could be a tendency to maybe spend a little bit extra more than you were anticipating, or it could be that something pops up for you to spend money on. I do see this being a highly creative time for Gemini. Opportunities may come in due to your own creative pursuits, your own creative potential. And this could also bring you opportunities in foreign places. That's very important to consider as well. For Gemini, I do want you to be mindful of health issues involving Mars, accidents, injuries, bumps, cuts, bruises, inflammation, headaches, things like this. Mars in this... 12th is also aspecting the sixth. So this is the axis that deals with health. It's also the axis that deals with overcoming health issues, overcoming uh, obstacles and the houses of enemies and hidden enemies. So please do be mindful. There could be someone around the workplace who's acting a little jealous or difficult. There could also be that tendency to get fish text 
to get people trying to gather your personal information. So just take extra care in these regards. Mars in the 12th is also going to be aspecting the third house for you, which I love. This is going to give a lot of energy and vitality and courage. Honestly, for Gemini, I see this being a time of really stepping outside of the comfort zone, stepping into new territory. You will be coming up against your own personal obstacles, obstacles that maybe you have created yourself through limiting beliefs or how you perceive yourself or what you think is possible. When Mars is in the 12th and it's aspecting the third like this, it gives you the personal willpower and the personal courage to overcome these issues. It also offers an amazing opportunity when it comes to hobbies and skill set. You are going to be learning so much right now and you have the opportunity to really chase your dreams and chase your desires, really allow yourself to dream outside of the box. The one thing I'll say is to be mindful of relationships, particularly with younger siblings. There could be some arguments here. Mars is also going to be aspecting the seventh house of relationship. We typically don't like it when Mars aspects the seventh because it can bring arguments, disagreements, discord. You know, it can bring some disharmony here. So I do want you to be extra mindful of communication with your business partners and your personal intimate relationships, but it can also bring a lot of passion and excitement to these areas as well. If you are a Cancer Moon or a Cancer Ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting the 11th house for the next several months, with that exception in the middle. For Cancer, this is important because Mars is the Yoga Karka planet. We love Mars for Cancer. It gives much more auspicious results than it gives for some of the other rising signs. So this is a very powerful placement. When Mars is transiting the 11th, it is going to give many opportunities when it comes to network circles, collaborators, when it comes to uh, people in your social circle, even friendships and connections in that regard. With Mars being in the 11th, I do believe that Cancer natives, rather they be Cancer Moon or Cancer Ascendant, they're going to be reevaluating their hopes and their wishes for the future, what they want their future to look like, how they want it to develop. And they're going to really have the passion and excitement to begin making it happen. So hopes and dreams, future, it's all in transition for Cancerian natives now. And Mars here, as I mentioned, it can bring opportunity through friends or collaborators, but it can also bring new friends. It can bring new influential people into your life. The 11th house is also the house of certificates. So it could be a time where you feel inspired to join some sort of training or module that ends up giving you a certificate of some kind. But overall, this is very auspicious. I do want to say it's possible, depending on your chart, that this can bring some conflict with friends, some issues when Mars is retrograde, maybe some issues from the past or conflicts from the past may arise for you to work through. But I would say this is overall auspicious for Cancer. Mars is aspecting the second house, so there is going to be an emphasis on wealth and money and the accumulation of wealth. I see there being a lot of inspiration to acquire more potentially. This is a powerful time to focus on health and wellness for cancer. Mars is aspecting the sixth as well, so it's a great time to focus on food as medicine. You know, how are you fueling your body? Are you getting adequate sleep? Are you getting adequate water? Are your basic needs really met? So really focusing on taking care of yourself and healing yourself. Maybe even uh, there's medical intervention depending on you and your chart, but this is a time of overcoming health issues. And because Mars is aspecting the second, definitely pay attention to food and how that impacts your health. Mars's aspect to the sixth can also put an emphasis on service, helping others, supporting others. It is a wonderful time to work through obstacles, overcome any type of issues you've been having, maybe even overcome any health issues you've been having. I do see this bringing about um, a lot of energy. You may even start a new workout regimen. Mars aspecting the fifth house, I love because this is excellent for creativity and expression, fun, romance, enjoying companionship. And Mars's aspect to the fifth is very good for studying and expanding your knowledge bank. So if you, again, if you've been wanting to study, you've been wanting to take a course or a class, this is a really well-supported time. The only things I'll say again is be mindful of communication with the family, be mindful of communication with children and friendships. 
those areas are a little bit sensitive with Mars here. Cancer natives may be a little bit more prone to having a sharp tongue at this time or miscommunicating or maybe even being a little irritable or combative. So just be a little extra careful. If you are a Leo moon or a Leo ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your 10th house. And similarly for Cancer, for Leo, Mars is also the Yogacarka planet. So we really love Mars for Leo. And Mars does very well in the 10th house. So really, this is a great transit for Leo natives. Mars transiting the 10th is excellent for career, career advancement, individuals recognizing your hard work, recognizing your natural authority, anything you've been working towards. I really do believe you're going to be seeing the fruits of your labor at this time. Even if you're not necessarily working or you're retired, or if you haven't started working yet, depending on how old you are, this is still a time to step into power and to show up as an authority. The 10th house really does give this amazing authoritative stance. And so this does give you that opportunity to really have people look up to you, have people ask you for help, have people ask you for guidance and allowing yourself to shine, to take up space and to step into that role as a leader. Absolutely. And so very positive for career when it comes to Leo. Mars aspect on the first house is definitely going to give a vivaciousness and a charisma, a passion and an excitement. You are definitely going to be feeling a lot of will and enthusiasm at this time. I will say for Leo, especially especially if your moon is in Leo, you may be feeling slightly more irritable, slightly more aggressive. This is definitely a good period of time to focus on your power, right? Your, um, authority. And so that includes that, you know, there's this fine line sometimes between really being in an authoritative role and then being domineering. So I do want Leo individuals to be mindful of that tendency to maybe be a little overbearing or domineering or even aggressive. It's a good time to think about how you manage your anger and irritability and things like this. Mars aspecting the fourth, as we discussed with Aries, when Mars aspects the fourth, it actually is positive for real estate and dealings with real estate because Mars is the karka of real estate. So there may be more energy placed on real estate, property, vehicles, things of this nature. Depending on which planets are here, there could certainly be some changes. There may be repairs that need to be made. There may be some things around the house or in your vehicle that do need to be repaired. So have that on your radar and definitely be mindful of potential conflicts with the mother and be mindful of power struggles with authority. You are going to be powerful. People are going to be noticing it. You want to be extra careful when it comes to your bosses or authority figures for you, because there definitely can be some clashes of power here. So be mindful with those areas. Mars is also going to be aspecting the fifth house, which is excellent for expanding your knowledge bank, learning. It's also excellent for your creativity and expression, more energy placed on children. And as I mentioned with these other areas of life, your children may be feeling overzealous. You know, they may be feeling uh, more energized and vivacious themselves, which may result in some power struggles between y'all as well. So have that in the back of your mind, but definitely enjoy perhaps watching your children. If you have children kind of stepping into their own Martian power as well. And for you, expression, creativity, expansion, and speculation and business. This is a very important time when it comes to real estate and property and speculation. Be very careful with the things that you choose to invest in and the things you choose to commit to. If you are a Virgo moon or a Virgo ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your ninth house for the next several months. So for Virgo, this is definitely a time where your belief system is going to be in metamorphosis. I think that you are going to be really looking inward at your personal philosophy, religion, spirituality, the beliefs that you were raised with versus beliefs that you're coming into contact with now. Your belief system is going to be changing. I do also want to say for certain Virgonian people, this can definitely bring up matters involving perhaps law or ethics in some regard, this could definitely bring some sort of lawsuit or matters involving 
legalities. So that could certainly be on the horizon if this is already something that you're kind of anticipating. Okay. This is also a time where traveling is going to be certainly in the back of your mind, a lot of wanderlust for Virgo. This is an excellent time for travel. It's an excellent time to travel for spiritual pursuits, travel to gain more knowledge, to gain more insight, to connect with spiritual teachers. Mars is also aspecting the third house. The third ninth aspect are both, or the third ninth axis are both about traveling, but also both about knowledge and gathering information. And the third house is also passion and desire. So I do see for Virgo, there's going to be more emphasis placed on what their passions are, what brings them happiness, what fills their heart, what fills their cup. This is the time to reevaluate these things and kind of give yourself a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to get yourself back on track to ensure that you are making space and time for what you desire in your day with Mars in the ninth. I'll say the downsides is that there can be some power struggles or conflict with the guru teachers, or maybe even the father with the aspect to the third house. There can also be some run-ins with the younger siblings as well. So it's just a time to be extra mindful and extra careful. You may feel like defending rights at this time. You may be feeling like you need to defend what you believe in. Wherever Mars is, it wants to protect that house. And the ninth has so much to do with virtues and ethics. You may be really wanting to stand up for what you perceive as true and right during this period. With Mars aspecting the 12th house, as always, when Mars aspects the 12th, we want to be mindful of sudden unexpected expenses. We want to be mindful of quote unquote hidden enemies. So being mindful with passwords, being mindful with leaving possessions in the car, things like this, what it's powerful for with Mars in the ninth aspecting the 12th, so powerful to develop a spiritual practice that you do daily. There's going to be this super strong connection to the subconscious mind. As I mentioned earlier, there may even be this impulse to travel for spiritual pursuits. Now's the time to develop a daily spiritual sadhana, deeper connection to your subconscious. Dreams may also be more active during this period of time as well. And again, if you're not traveling, you're going to be feeling wanderlust. With Mars aspect to the fourth house, this is positive for real estate, property, vehicles, um, anything involving fourth house matters like property, etc. So there could be some changes here. You may be considering a move. You may be... Uh, needing to do some sort of repair on your car. And I do want to say, depending on your chart, it could certainly denote some type of repair in some way, rather it be your refrigerator or your sink or something in your car. It could bring up some, some of those repairs too. And I want you to be extra careful with the relationship with your mother. Your mother may be taking on more Martian qualities. She may be feeling more energized and passionate and things like that. And there could be a little bit of a tendency to miscommunicate or have some little arguments. So just be extra careful. If you are a Libra moon or a Libra ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your eighth house. So for Libra, this is a period of time where there is going to be a lot of personal metamorphosis and personal growth. The eighth house is the house of shedding layers of evolving of moving from one stage to the next. This is also a house that has so much to do with the deep uh, consciousness. You know, the eighth house is the house that a psychologist explores whenever we go to talk about our past and how our past has influenced our present, etc. So this is a very powerful time for transformation through things like personal development, self-help, it could be coaching, counseling, etc. Of course, the eighth house is also the house of the occult sciences, mysticism, astrology, tarot, excellent time to study or to incorporate a study into your practice. If you're not studying every day, if you would like to begin a daily yoga practice or a daily meditation practice, very powerful for these things, but deeply introspective. Libra is going to be moving through a lot of growth. That's why I'm saying it may be helpful to have these um, 
practices implemented to really help support you on your journey. And I do want to say that if you're not uh, doing yoga or meditation, if you're not doing coaching or self-help or anything like this, you may be more tempted to numb out. You may be more drawn to substances or intoxicants. So it is definitely a time to be extra mindful of these habits in your eating habits as well. When Mars is transiting the eighth, you are going to be very focused on wealth, finances, money, and investments. This is going to be a big priority for Libra while Mars is transiting the eighth house. There could also be something coming up with the in-laws and your relationship with in-laws as well. If you are in a position to have in-laws. Mars is the second house ruler and the seventh house ruler. So this is definitely a time to be extra mindful with relationships, with family members, and also with your significant other or business partnerships. There could be little run-ins, disagreements, miscommunications, and there could also be big changes during this time period as well. Mars is going to be aspecting the fourth house. So naturally it is a time to be mindful with friends and connections when it comes to communication, but this is also very powerful when it comes to receiving opportunity through friends, receiving opportunity through connections or someone in your network. This is also a powerful time to actually meet influential people who can help you with the path that you are carving for yourself. This is also a time where your dreams may be changing. Your aspirations may be changing. You may be really taking big steps to actualize your dreams as well. With Mars aspecting the third house, it's a time to be mindful with younger siblings. I'll kind of come back to this, but this is also a time where incorporating your desires into your daily life is going to become a priority. The third house has a lot to do with movement, um, day-to-day travel, and it also has to do with our hobbies, our skill set, communications, and also our desires and our passion. And Mars is already so passionate. So this is a time where bringing more of your passion into your daily life, really working to follow your desires, it's going to be a priority and it's going to be supported. So make sure and focus on these things. If you've been wanting to learn a new skill, take a new class, learn something new, uh, become certified in something, this is also a very powerful time while Mars is transiting the eighth house. What I was mentioning about the younger siblings is when Mars is in the eighth, especially for this period, because it will be here for so long, there can be these miscommunications with people and Mars is aspecting the second house. So it can influence the speech. So be very mindful with the communication, be very mindful with the speech and just try to avoid adding fuel to any fires. I would say the priority is going to be your personal metamorphosis, your personal change and transformation, following passion, looking to Uh, implement change into your day-to-day life to follow your dreams and also allow your dreams and vision for the future to change. Things are going to be changing in this regard. And of course, really be mindful of finances and it is a time to reflect on your day-to-day spending. If you are a Scorpio moon or a Scorpio ascendant, this transit is especially important for you because Mars rules your first house. When a planet rules the first, this is called the Lagnesha. Okay, so this is your Lagnesha. This is a very important planet for you. When Mars is retrograding between that period of October 30th and January 12th, this is a time of deep personal introspection, really turning inward, looking within. You may vacillate with passion. You may vacillate with your vitality, with what interests you. You know, things may kind of waver. And this is in the seventh house of relationships. So this is a big transit for reflecting on intimacy, connection, relationship, how you express intimacy, how you you know, what you want when it comes to commitment, but it could also be with business partners as well. So what you want from business partners, how you want to connect with professionals in your life. And because it's Mars, there is an emphasis on looking at frustration, anger, how you handle challenges, how you handle conflict. It's a really wonderful time 
to look at these things within yourself and really practice because if you're not mindful, yes, there can be some run-ins, some difficulties, challenges, miscommunication, arguments between intimate partners or business partners. So be especially mindful when Mars is retrograde, but for this entire period, even when Mars is direct, Mars in the seventh can certainly bring some arguments and disputes to these areas of life. So please be extra mindful, but Mars is your first house ruler. So it has so much to do with you and how you navigate things and how you perceive things. And because your first house ruler is in the seventh, there's this emphasis on relationship. So now is a really amazing time to look at what you give you know, how much of yourself you put in relationship, your boundaries, are you getting your needs met? Do you know what your needs are? Are you communicating them? All of this is going to be very, very important. And again, how do you handle challenge in relationship? Because sometimes setting a boundary could feel like it's a challenge or asking for what you want could feel like a challenge. And if you're not with the right people, setting boundaries or asking for what you need could actually cause some sort of dispute, which is of course very revealing. So this is a time that, you know, for some of you, it may be very, very transformative for others. It may feel a little bit more subtle. There may just be a few little, you know, nitpicks here and there. So it depends on the chart, but just keep this all in mind. And again, for you, please try to avoid criticizing. Please try to avoid nitpicking in all of the close relationships, professional or intimate. Um, but again, it's time to review yourself <laughs> in these areas of life. So with Mars aspecting the 10th house, I think this is very powerful for your career. I could see there being a lot of energy, a lot of emphasis, a lot of a passion going towards your work. And I could see new possibilities, new opportunities coming in. Um, you are going to be feeling very much in your own authority, in your own power, and other people are really going to be noticing that. So take advantage of that. Just avoid the uh, power struggles and conflict with authority. With Mars aspecting the first house, this is going to give you renewed vitality, renewed strength, renewed energy, feeling ambitious and courageous and passionate. Now is definitely the time to follow what moves you and you may find that that vacillates and shifts as Mars retrogrades. So be very honest with yourself and really tune into the heart. Mars aspecting the second house can bring a more cutting edge to your language. This is the eighth aspect, so it's important to be very mindful of the language, how you communicate with other people, the words that you choose, you are going to be more prone to hurting people's feelings on accident or miscommunicating. So be extra mindful. It's also a really good time to evaluate your eating habits, what you fuel your body with, um, is what you're consuming truly good for you. What can you consume that truly supports your body and your vitality? And of course, finances with Mars aspecting the 10th and the second. This is a lot of emphasis on finances. I see there being a lot of um, motivation to acquire wealth. And so your spending habits and money matters will also be on the mind. If you are a Sagittarius moon or a Sagittarius ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your sixth house for several months and then retrograding here for a period of time as well. So for Sagittarius, you know, Mars enjoys Upachaya houses. So Mars in Taurus, it's feeling a lot of strength. It's going to give you the opportunity, the vitality, the will, the courage, the passion to overcome obstacles, to overcome enemies, things that have been keeping you back, holding you back, acting as a barrier. You are going to feel the strength and the will to overcome them. Now, I do want to say when Mars transits the sixth, it can usually give us some obstacles. It can usually present us with some uh, challenges, but it gives us that ability to overcome them. So now it's kind of like a training period, like running in sand where there may be some of these challenges that come up and there may be some enemies that arise, but you're going to have that amazing ability and martial skill to overcome any of these challenges. This is a time where Sagittarius should evaluate the health, what is healthy for them in regards to their dietary habits, uh, how much sleep they're getting. The sixth house has a tendency to run us dry. So we tend to overwork, burn ourselves out. This is a time 
time to look at how much rest you need, how many hours you need to spend working to be productive and to get things done while still leaving time for play and fun and adventure, the things that Sagittarius thrive off of, and of course, rest and sleep. Also a really good time to look at our mental stress, how much mental stress we're taking on, what is causing us um, unnecessary exhaustion. So it is a time to look at these things and it is an amazing time for service and supporting other people and other beings on their journey as well. So if you're in any type of health field or healing field, Reiki, uh, massage, acupuncture, if you do anything, a social work, nursing, this is an amazing opportunity to really help influence and inspire other people in your work. So Mars is aspecting the ninth house and the 12th house. Both of these houses have to do with spirituality and both of them have to do with travel. This is a phenomenal time to travel for spiritual purpose. It's an amazing time to travel in general. And even if you're traveling to expand your knowledge on philosophy or religion or history, even ethics or virtue, if you're interested in ethics, this is a very powerful time to travel for these reasons. With Mars in the sixth, aspecting the ninth, this can bring some issues with litigation, with law perhaps. So if you're facing something already that could be on the horizon, Mars gives a very powerful energy to work to overcome these things. Mars's aspect to the ninth can give some run-ins with teachers or gurus, some run-ins with the father. So be extra mindful with communication at this time. Amazing opportunity to review your own spiritual beliefs, your own personal philosophy, maybe even traveling to find more clarity. With Mars's aspect to the 12th, the one thing with this axis, the 6th, 12th axis, is that both of them do have an association to health. They both have an association to addiction and enemies. So we want to be mindful as I was mentioning earlier with Mars being affiliated with your health, it's a really good time to look at any substances that you're using, any uh, intoxicants, and just really being moderate and being mindful. And when it comes to the enemies, make sure that your passwords are secured. Make sure that you're not clicking links on phishing text. I've accidentally done that before. It's so easy to like accidentally do. So be mindful. Um, being careful with with different things online or your personal information, leaving valuables in the car, things like this. The subconscious mind is going to be very active, very interesting messages may be coming in through sleep, and there could be some sort of connection to foreigners when it comes to your work. So there may be more of a connection to foreign lands at this time. With Mars aspecting the first house, this is the eighth aspect of Mars. So you may feel some vacillations with your vitality. You may have some ups and downs with energy, but it could also give you renewed passion, renewed vitality, renewed excitement. I just think that what's exciting you and what's moving you may be changing. So allow there to be change. Just be sure to follow your heart and again, follow what moves you and really inspires you. If you are a Capricorn moon or a Capricorn ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your fifth house for the next several months. So for Capricorn, this is actually a very powerful time for studying, learning, expanding your knowledge. It's an excellent time for working with mantra. Um, it's just a really beautiful time. The thing that came to my mind is Hanuman and Hanuman mantra. So just kind of keep that in mind. It just kind of popped in my, my consciousness while sharing. So Mars transiting the fifth is going to really support you in expression, creativity, and really sharing from the heart. Mars is the 11th house ruler and the fourth house ruler. So there is this connection with the fourth house ruler, especially being in the fifth for this transit. It's so creative, so expressive, taking what is happening in the heart and sharing it with the world. This is a highly creative time. And the 11th house is all about your hopes and your wishes, your plans for the future, what you envision the future to look like. All of this is going to be in transition and in change. And I really encourage you to make space for that. I know that Capricorn can kind of, um, feel, I don't want to say set in their ways because Capricorn is a cardinal sign. So they can actually be quite dynamic and quite changeable in that sense. 
but sometimes Capricorn really likes to do what's comfortable and what they know. And your future may be expanding. What you were envisioning your future to be may be changing. So I really encourage you to create space for that because I could actually see it being very positive and very exciting. And it is a time where you can allow your creativity to take the wheel and your imagination to take the wheel, not necessarily being or conforming to what you previously thought that your future should look like or should be like. I do want to say that children may be on the mind. If you have children already, this is definitely going to be a focus paying attention to children. They could be kind of moving through a little bit of a rebellious phase, maybe taking on more Martian qualities. So they themselves may be more passionate and charismatic and full of vitality, but it could result in some, you know, power struggles or rebelliousness, things like this. If you don't have children, you may be really thinking about children. This could definitely be something that you are considering more than you've considered before. And if it's not children, it may be some other big creative project. There may be something big that you are cultivating. So definitely make space for that. If you're super busy with work, if you're super busy with your home life, just make sure you're creating space for your creative time and your creative processes if you feel them arise. This is also a period where speculation and investments is going to be very much on your mind with Mars kind of retrograding back and forth. Um, definitely be mindful with investments. It's a time to be, especially with Mars aspecting the 12th house, there could be some sudden unexpected expenses. There could be just something coming up with investments that you weren't quite expecting. So I do think that the desire to invest, the desire to um, make larger purchases, it may be coming up for you. I just encourage you to be very pragmatic and very practical when it comes to your investments and make sure that everything that you're reading is correct. Make sure you get all of the information that you need on these things, things of that nature. Okay. So with Mars's aspect to the 11th, we kind of touched on it already. Hopes and wishes are changing and expanding. There's a lot of passion and excitement in this area. And it could also be a period of time where you're getting opportunities through connections, networks, friendships with Mars's aspect to the eighth house, big transformation. Capricorn has been going through so much transformation and change and it's still happening with Mars's aspect here such a phenomenal time for a daily spiritual practice a daily yoga practice and if you feel that you need support it's a time to do coaching counseling personal work self-help anything that helps you with the process of transformation with Mars's aspect to the 12th as mentioned this can bring some sudden unexpected expenses this can definitely bring something uh, where you're having to spend more money than perhaps you were imagining and it also brings a very active subconscious mind this is the eighth aspect of Mars so there can be some uh, fears or anxieties that come up perhaps there can be some fear and anxiety that manifest through dreams. So pay attention to your sleep hygiene. There could also be really amazing messages coming through your dreams as well. 12th house is the house of foreign travel. I could certainly see there being travel in this period, the desire to wander, the desire not to stay in one place, maybe even traveling for spiritual pursuits. Again, with Mars aspecting both the 8th and the 12th, this is the time to have a daily spiritual practice that you really commit to and apply this Mars passion to. If you are an Aquarius moon or an Aquarius ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your fourth house for the next several months. And so when Mars is transiting the fourth, this is very powerful for dealings involving land, real estate, property, and vehicles. It depends on what planets are sitting here for you naturally. I will say that this can bring some abrupt changes. So you may find that you're needing to move or do renovations. Maybe you need to fix a vehicle. There may be something big that comes up with land, real estate, and property that maybe causes a little bit of stress and isn't as fun as you were anticipating. But again, depending on the chart, this could also mean a really new, exciting opportunity that involves housing, real estate, property, or vehicles. Maybe you get something new or you redecorate, you do some renovations. So 
This is definitely going to put an emphasis on fourth house matters. It just kind of depends on the chart on how that's going to materialize and actualize. But regardless, Mars in the fourth is going to transform the fourth house matters. So land, real estate, property, vehicles, but also the inner heart space, how you find stability, how you find happiness and your courage. This is what's so cool about this is that Mars is the third house ruler and the 10th house ruler. So for you with it being the 10th house ruler, this is an excellent time to bring your heart into your work, to bring your passion and your excitement and what inspires you into your professional life into your work. And with Mars being the third house ruler, this can certainly bring the courage and the willpower to execute that efficiently. So very powerful third house ruler being in the fourth is excellent for feeling that fortitude and really feeling strong in yourself. So I do really love that. I do want to say it could bring some issues with the mother, some disputes. It can bring ups and downs when Mars is retrograding, especially in that period of retrograde, you may feel vacillations. You may have some vacillations of self-doubt, of insecurity, of maybe feeling, you know, a little self-conscious, but this is an amazing moment in time to work through that, to stay steady, to stay strong in yourself. So have that on your mind. Again, there could be changes with the real estate or the vehicles as well. And you want to be really mindful with communication with the mother. She may be going through a period where she's feeling more Martian. She may be feeling more passionate, more vitality, more excitement, but it could turn into some run-ins or some power struggles. With Mars's aspect to the seventh, as always, when Mars is aspecting the seventh, we want to be mindful. Yes, it can bring passion. It can bring thrill. It can bring fun when it comes to dating and when it comes to more casual relationships. In more serious relationships, like, you know, our marriage partner or professional partnerships, it can bring nitpicking, criticizing, you know, some, some arguments, some disagreements and disputes. So we definitely want to be more careful in the professional relationships and it's aspecting the 10th as well. So especially when it comes to professional life, just be extra careful with your communication. And when it comes to power struggles, because you're going to be really powerful, you're going to be standing out, just make sure not to have these, um, unnecessary run-ins and it's a time to look at yourself and how you handle frustration, how you handle anger. And that's kind of the cool part too with Mars in the fourth is it's that deep internalization of anger. It's that, you know, deeper layer of how you handle conflict, of how you handle challenges, how you stand by yourself, how you express yourself and how you collaborate and work with others. You're going to have some opportunities here. So definitely try to use it to your advantage. With Mars aspecting the 11th house, there can be some run-ins and some bump-ins with some friends, maybe some disagreements, but again, it's an opportunity to work through things efficiently and in a way that's helpful. It can also bring opportunities and maybe some sort of, um, new skill set, but especially the opportunities through friends and community, maybe meeting influential people, but it is also an opportunity to develop new skills as well. And with Mars aspecting the 11th, it always gives this opportunity to transform your hopes and wishes for the future, what you were envisioning your future to look like. If you are a Pisces moon or a Pisces ascendant, Mars is going to be transiting your third house. So for Pisces, I actually do love this transit because Mars in the third does very well. When Mars is in an Upachaya house, it does very well. And the third house is the house of courage, willpower, strength. It's a great place for Mars to be. So there's going to be this renewed feeling of inner fortitude, of inner strength, of courageousness. When Mars is retrograding in that retrograde period, there may be some vacillation. There may be a little bit more insecurity or feeling a lack of vivaciousness, a lack of charisma, maybe some self-doubt that creeps in. It's It may vacillate, but this is an opportunity for you to really stand by yourself, to stay secure in yourself, and to work through some of that inner narrative that may take place. Mars in the third can also bring some issues with the younger siblings. So I do want you to be mindful of that. There can be some run-ins, some power struggles, some issues when it comes to the 
the younger siblings. It's an opportunity to work through conflict gracefully. Remember, Mars's irritability and how we handle anger and frustration and challenges. This is an opportunity to work through these things gracefully if they come up with the younger siblings or even with neighbors or casual relationships in our lives. And the third house is all about passion and desire and hobbies. Now is the time to develop a new skill set. It's a time to focus on what moves you, what inspires you, what lights you up. How can you create more space in your day for these things? Very powerful opportunity. With Mars's aspect to the sixth, this is an opportunity to look at your health, your wellness, how you take care of yourself in your day-to-day life. This is also a powerful time to look at how much rest you get. You know, the sixth house, it's about health and wellness holistically. So it's about our diet. It's about how much water we're taking, how much sleep we're getting, but also the balance between work and play. How can we work and be productive and do what we need to do while still creating space for our creativity and our expression and our rest? How can we not burn out? Now's a great time to practice finding that equilibrium. And it's a good time to overcome obstacles, overcome enemies, overcome things, rather they be in the outer world or in your internal dialogue. So anything that's been holding you back, that's been keeping you back, it's a great time to power through those things. I do want to say with Mars aspecting the sixth, it can create some challenges. It can create some enemies, but it gives you the opportunity to overcome them. With Mars aspecting the ninth, this can bring perhaps some disagreements with the father or the guru and teachers. So please be extra careful with your communication. Honestly, for Pisces, it's just an important time to pay attention to communication for this entire transit, how you communicate, how you express, um, unhappiness, how you express dissatisfaction. It's a really great time to focus because sometimes we can say that we're unhappy or say that we're dissatisfied and the way it comes out can be really hurtful, harmful, sharp, uh, without empathy. So now's the time to learn really how to communicate these things in a way that does not cause harm or upheaval, but we can present things in a way that we're hopefully we can work through things and, um, collaborate. So really focus on collaboration, you know, in this period, collaboration with your communication. And it's a powerful time to focus on your religious beliefs, your spirituality, your dharma in life, what you find purpose in, what you find meaning in, but your ethics may be changing. You know, your personal philosophy, your spiritual guidance, how you relate to these things may be changing. And there may also be this really powerful desire to protect what you believe, to protect what you believe to be true and share what you believe to be true as well with a lot of conviction. Uh, there may also be travel when Mars is aspecting or when Mars is transiting rather the three, nine axis, it's all about education. It's also all about travel. So you may be moving around a lot during this time and you may be learning a lot. It's an excellent time to expand your knowledge and to learn something new. Absolutely. With Mars's aspect to the 10th, this can bring some power struggles with authority. Again, be mindful with that, but it can be a really powerful inspiring, passionate aspect when it comes to the 10th house. You may be feeling renewed passion, renewed excitement. You may find a way to bring more creativity into your work or to express yourself more through your work. So there's definitely going to be this renewed energy and excitement when it comes to work. Keeping in mind that when Mars is retrograding, this all may kind of fluctuate a little bit. It may kind of create a little bit more confusion, but ultimately as you work through the confusion, you're going to gain way more clarity. So overall for Pisces, I would say to focus on implementing more desire and passion into your day-to-day life, focusing on your own inner fortitude, your own inner strength, standing by yourself, focusing on learning, developing knowledge, 
and sharing knowledge, and then also traveling. These are going to be the big points. And then of course, focusing on the health and wellness, focusing on the career, and really using this time to focus on how you can communicate dissatisfaction in a way that is helpful. So these are the horoscopes. I hope that you enjoyed them. Hopefully you all learned something new. If you would like to sign up for Patreon, it's patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. My website is innerknowing.yoga. I would love to see you on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and I will see you all next week. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.